welcome to the Reality Check Podcast. I'm Zachary Phillips. So, as of recording, my state, Victoria of Australia, is in another lockdown. We've been in it for quite a while and it's quite extensive. There's a curfew, so we can't leave the home past nine o'clock. We can't travel more than five kilometres and a lot of us can't work. We unless you know you're an essential worker, which thankfully I am. Um, We can't socialize. Until very recently, kids weren't allowed in the playground. And even so, they can only have one parent with them. It's, it's, It's a mess. And a lot of people are struggling. It's, it's, it's a mental health crisis, to be honest. There's a lot of talk of people turning to drugs and alcohol, self-harming and taking their own life. And it makes sense. You know, you take away someone's ability to earn money, to socialize, to do their normal routines and structures and all of that sort of stuff. And of course, they're going to suffer. And considering how significant the mental health crisis is normally, in normal times, it, it makes sense that if you apply extra pressures to that, it will cause an uptick in issues. I know I am personally struggling. I usually train Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, and that's almost every day, and that's a massive social outlet for me. I'm not I have a lot of social anxiety. I have a lot of issues personally, and I struggle with socializing. I struggle with friends. It's it's something that I'm working on, but doing a sports club is a great way to socialize without the stress of like we're catching up to do something social or the phone calls and all of that sort of stuff because that sort of stuff really gets to me. So it's really taken away a lot of my ability to connect. And it's 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 hard. It, it, it sort of has this way of sort of stripping meaning from life because you get yourself built up. I do this. This is me. You identify with your work, your socializing, your, your hobbies, and it's taken away. Now, this isn't to comment on the political situation, the rollout of the vaccines, the efficacy of the lockdown as a response to COVID. That's, that's not really relevant. And the reason it isn't relevant to this discussion is I have zero in- ability to impact that. It's more that I'm in this situation and my state is in this situation. And as an individual, what can we do about it? What can I do about it? And I found that sort of having as much open and honest communication with my partner and my kids has been good. Dedicating self-care, personal time has been good. And sort of trying to push back. So it's it's really the pushback that I wanted to make the crux of this um, podcast today. For the last 20 days, today's the 20th day, for the last 20 20 days, I've been doing 75 hard, the 75 hard challenge. You've probably heard of it. Basically, it's a pledge, a challenge, a, a system, I don't know, that for 75 days straight, you'll do the following. The equivalent of one and a half hours of exercise no sugar, and no fast foods. Drink three liters or more of water. Read 10 pages of a non-fiction book. And take daily progress pictures. And I've added to that cold showers. Now, that sounds extreme, and it is. 
I told my brother about it and he's like, oh, who would have thought, you know, Zach doing something extreme as a form of, you know, self-care slash uh, self-improvement. And he's right. It is extreme. But the reason I'm doing it is is that I noticed within myself – oh, sorry, and no alcohol. I didn't mean – I didn't – I missed that bit. But, yeah, no alcohol as well. And the reason I'm doing this is because I, f- I find a internal push to uh, just fall into malaise, you know, fall to those pressures. It is hard. It's it's not easy to just sort of go through this lockdown without anything. So my response to it when I heard we're going back into lockdown again was to decide it's like, okay, this is getting extreme. It's not gonna we're not gonna be out until you know who knows when. And I have zero control over that. But what do I have control over? I have control over what I eat, what I do, and how I how I feel my mind and my body. So the daily exercise thing is relatively easy for me. I'm already exercising quite a lot because it's just great for my mental health. But I wasn't drinking enough water. I was turning to sugar and fast foods and alcohol a bit, particularly over the lockdown. And I could see the future that I was sort of drinking almost every night. Just one, two, but then it would get a bit more and creep in. I found that I wasn't reading uh, non-fiction. That's okay. It's not really the biggest issue, but this does sort of force me to do that. So it's like that sort of self-improvement bent, which is good. And the daily progress pictures. I, I've talked about it in the past, but I, ha- I have issues with my body. I have, um, due to a history of trauma and uh, other things, I've had issues with sort of eating and self-harm and body connection and even gender issues in a way. There have been times where I haven't felt like myself. I haven't felt like my body belongs to me or that it suits who I should be. There have been times where I've felt that I've associated more with the feminine. Those times are fleeting. It's 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 not a ongoing thing in the sense it doesn't last for a long time, but those feelings keep reoccurring. I also have issues with the way my body looks when I'm feeling masculine. I would like to be more trim, more strong. Basically, it's just a general dissatisfaction with my body. Not always, but it's there. So the daily progress picks is a way to sort of push back on that. And the cold showers is is sort of for me, it's it's challenging. It's hard. It's a way of I know there's, there's supposedly a lot of benefits. You know, you 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 get your you have your normal shower warm, and then at the end you blast yourself with a cold shower until you can handle it. In the sense that when you first start, it's like oh, it's so much, and then over time it gets easier and easier until you're breathing calmly. And then your body temperature is quite low and your body has to sort of get itself back up to normal functioning temperature. And that's supposed to be quite good for you. So, you know, and and the water intake as well. The water intake helps me to not sort of gorge on food. I find myself, once again, struggling with the body, struggling with this mind-body connection to feel when I'm hungry, to feel when I'm full. So having the water there and having this sort of uh, minimum intake of water that's quite a lot has been good. Over these 20 days, it's given me something to push back on. It's like, okay, well, what am I doing today? Well, I can't go out. I can't see friends. I can't do jujitsu. I can work some of the days of the week. Uh, what can I do? 
okay, well, I'm definitely going to do these things. I'm definitely going to exercise. I'm definitely going to drink that water. I'm definitely going to read the book. Definitely going to have a cold shower. What am I not going to do? I'm not going to have sugar. I'm not going to have fast food. I'm not going to have alcohol. I am going to take that daily progress picture every day uploaded to my social media. If you're not following me on Instagram, do so at Zach P. Phillips, and you can see those progress pictures. It's what I'm doing every day. It gives me some sort of purpose. And it's, to be honest, is, 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 is quite hard. You know, the 75 hard challenge, it is hard. I, I find the exercise component quite easy because I'm quite physical in that sense. Other people that are joining in or have done it found other aspects of it hard. I find, I find the, like I said, the exercise easy, but the, uh, the cravings for alcohol and sugar a bit harder. And the, the daily progress picks is quite hard. Um, but it's a way to push back against lockdown fatigue and, and I suppose against malaise in general. I invite you, if you are interested, if you're keen, if you're wanting some sort of excuse, maybe this is your excuse to do so. Maybe this is the push that you need to be like, oh, okay, maybe I can and should and will do something. You could make it this challenge, you could make it something else. Other people have seen this and be like, oh, well, I'm not going to do that, but I suppose over lockdown, I'll meditate and do a little bit of exercise every day. You know, set it for you. I, I do, as my brother said, I do go for the extreme, um, but that's just sort of who I am. And I've been sort of thinking about doing this challenge for quite a while, and this was just the impetus to do it. So I join you. I invite you to join me. Sorry. So like I said, it's, it's, uh, I'll, I'll put a, I'll put a picture up um, in the show notes. So if you click the link back to the website, my website where this is hosted, I'll, there'll be a picture of um, what I'm doing as well as the sort of like a list of a rundown in the show notes, hopefully. But basically, like I said, it's the hour and a half of exercise, no sugar, fast food, or alcohol, drink three liters of water a day, read 10 pages of nonfiction, daily progress progress pictures, and the cold showers. That's what I'm doing. And I invite you to, uh, to join in and push back against lockdown, get some mental toughness, and improve your mind, body, and soul. What can I say? Just a little bit of housekeeping here. I wanted to let you know that my next book, Kink, Volume 1, is out now as a paperback and ebook, and the audio is coming very soon. It's all been approved. I'm just waiting for it to get sent across to Audible and all the other places. Let me tell you a little bit about Kink. It is... Actually, no, I'll read, I'll read the blurb. Discover your hidden desires. Get ready to be enticed aroused and intrigued as you make your way through this collection of short fiction and poetry. Kink is erotica at its finest, an exploration of sexuality, relationships and desire, blended with sharp social commentary on the nature of romantic connection in the modern world. It will engage all of your senses. You will find yourself both fantasizing and contemplating the various kinds of debauchery found within. No matter what your kink, this book has something for you. So, this should go without saying, but I am going to say it. Uh, obviously, a uh, content warning on this one, R18+. Plus. There is some um, sexually explicit scenes, graphic language, drug use, and all of that sort of stuff. I am writing erotica. What can I say? Um, <laughs> obviously, it's a bit embarrassing. It's a bit intense. Um, 
some of the stories are quite extreme, um, but it was great fun to write. And I think a lot of you will enjoy it. I, I used it as a way to practice writing. You know, like the, there's always an exciting incident in your writing. You know, the the hero's parents get shot or, you know, like some sort of global calamity is happening. But with erotica, there's a, there's an easy uh, inciting incident. It's that people want to connect. People want to have sex, right? But it's a good way to, for me to get more into the game of my fiction writing. My my One of my ultimate goals is to to become a successful fiction author, you know, write novels, fantasy, epic fantasy, sci-fi, all of that sort of stuff. And one of the ways that I'm practicing and getting better is via writing short fiction. You know, you can practice characterization, you can practice um, stuff happening and all of that sort of stuff. That was the sort of impetus. And then from there, the idea to, you know, I'm like, okay, well, let's, let's, let's go down this uh, sexuality path because it sort of connects to a lot of the mental health work I do. There's a lot of repression. There's a lot of uh, shame, a lot of uncertainty around sex and sexuality. There's a lot of stigma. You know, even if you are a straight white male, right? You know, the the, the, the cliched um, <laughs> group that is, you know, quote unquote, non-oppressed and fine. Even if you're you're part of that group, there is still a bunch of bunch of sexual shame that you will face, and you know, add to that all of the different demographics and minorities and all of that sort of stuff. Everyone is repressing everything. So this book came about through a lot of introspection on my own feelings, as well as a lot of discussions with people both in person and online about their their experiences, their desires, their their beliefs what they find arousing, what they wish they could do. So, if you're keen, I'll put a link down below and you can check it out. I'm actually doing something interesting with Kink. I'm releasing it all straight away right now for free online. So, hopefully by the time of posting this podcast, it will be out. But there, there's, it will be able to be read online for free, basically. Um, so there'll be some stories that you like, and I encourage you to share them. Some stories that you may be not so much liking, don't share those. But if you want to own it, if you want to support what I'm doing, you can grab yourself a copy. And yeah, like I said, I think it's, it's, it's hard to, <laughs> it, it, I'm quietly confident that kink is actually quite good. You know what I mean? Like it's it's hard for me to to sort of brag about something or to, to to have this belief in myself, but like there's good characterization. It's arousing. It's sexy. It's fun. It's got some sharp commentary that I think you'll appreciate. It's 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 it was a it was a blast to write, and there's more coming. This is volume one, and already since since writing this, volume two's on the on the way. It's <laughs> I, I have this approach with with my creativity that I sort of sit down at the computer to write, and I sort of say, "Hey, muse, creativity, what what do you want me to write?" And then it sort of just flows through me. If I if I push back, if I try and sort of dictate that creative process, things come out not so great, and for whatever reason. A bunch of erotica decided to to come. It's like the muse is like, hey, here you go, write this. 
and more is coming. And the good news is, is that it's fun. It's out for free, so check it out. And more's coming, and it's given me some good practice in writing. So when I do other projects, uh, that will that will benefit from kink as well. And you know, and other projects are coming. And I suppose as a final thing, I will be sharing a couple of the stories uh, as a podcast episode coming up once the book is released on audio, which hopefully will be soon. Uh, it's been approved. It's just got to wait for it to get sent across, like I said. So, like, so as I suppose as the summary here, uh, link will be down below so you can read it, and I'll also put um, the information about the seventy-five hard. Hope you're going all right. Cheers.